0: So I know I didn't have an episode for last week, and I truly apologize. I hope we're still friends. Please don't be mad at me. But then again, I promise that today's episode will make up for that. Um, Basically, today we're going to be talking about the new contract with Nike with the MLB and my specific opinions on that subject matter. And then we're going to dive in to some really cool and fun topics regarding superstitions within the game for the second half of the show um i just wanted to talk about this topic because i know it's not really like touched up on but i know for a fact that i have superstitions on game days and i also know for a fact that big time mlb guys do too so we're just gonna go ahead and talk about that during this episode so basically, for those of you that don't know, MLB just signed a contract to partner with Nike for this season, and that deal consisted of a gear, uniform, and footwear deal, basically for a 10-year contract. So uh, Nike's going to be the ones providing all of that type of gear for the MLB for the next 10 years. Newsflash, Another good words, the Angels are actually staying in Anaheim till the year 2050. So that's also super exciting to hear now that we're talking about the future of baseball and what it will consist of. So those two things are pretty top-notch stuff. I was pretty surprised honestly when I heard that Nike was going to partner with the MLB just because I think I saw the Arizona Diamondbacks release photos and like um kind of hype videos of the new threads on their official Twitter account and I didn't even realize that they were Nike at first to be honest until I saw that someone had pointed it out and then I mean it didn't take too long to realize but I liked them like I I thought they were very suiting they were very fresh um, very clean and um, it just had it had the same look but a different vibe to it you know kind of like a Different uniform same team kind of deal so um, that was pretty cool I liked seeing the Diamondbacks display those uniforms online yeah I had a good impression of them but then once I saw more and more teams kind of like slide their way into showing everyone their new Nike uniforms I don't know why it got to me for some reason and I just didn't like a couple of them like I usually like the look of the typical uniforms that they have for most of you that aren't aware of it, but the uniforms that the majority of the teams in the MLB wear right now are actually sponsored by Majestic. That's been around for quite a while and it's a really simple logo. I mean, it's nothing too flashy, nothing too big. So, you know, it's not really displayed on their uniforms as much as a Nike logo would be. So that's just kind of a different look in my eyes, but Like I was saying, Christian Yelich from the Milwaukee Brewers actually posted his own photo on his Instagram of the new Brewers uniform, Nike uniforms as well, and that's when I started getting kind of like iffy about it. I don't know. I think just like the new look and having the Nike logo on the front kind of just got to me. I think it did shock a couple people as well because it's just there. I mean, you can see it. You can see that they're going to have that sponsorship and contract with Nike now that it's just boldly like in your face like uh, in front of the uniform so uh that was just a different thing that I saw and that I analyzed when I first saw that um basically my first impression of it but other than that I think it's good I mean I I it's cool that they're expanding their their horizons and trying to see this new look of uniform and kind of um, revamping the look of the game a little bit to adjust to how how modern the game is getting I would say um so I guess you know matching those two characteristics up is pretty cool in my eyes I think that people just need to adjust to it and um you know I'm pretty sure everybody won't even notice that they're Nike uniforms in a month from now or two months from now who knows but now the question is how about ironic and historical uniforms like The New York Yankee pinstripes, like what's going to happen then? I know that I came across an article regarding that and how the Yankee organization and fans themselves are actually opposed to the partnership with Nike because of the fact that they think it would take the authenticity away from the gear and the uniforms of the players and from the team itself. And a part of me can agree with that because, you know, because this is tradition. And I mean, you look at a team like the Yankees and you see that this has been an ongoing thing for so long. Like, yes, it's just apparel. Yes, it's just uniforms. But then again, like, that's the face of of their team. And and not only for the Yankees, but for other teams as well. I mean, the Red Sox or, you know, the the Oakland A's. I don't know. You just have teams that have these highlighted and very memorable uniforms that Nike is just going to go ahead and place their logo in front of them, and people are not going to be happy about it. Not everybody's going to be happy about this situation, so that's why it's a little tricky. I think, um, in the case of the Yankees, are going to go ahead and try to figure something out, I think. I'm not too sure, um, but yeah, just some, just some thoughts about that whole situation, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see whether it's successful or not, um, if merchandise is going to be bought even more, or it's just going to remain at the same as what it is now. I mean, in high school we were sponsored by Nike at my university we're sponsored by Nike, so wearing Nike material and wearing Nike uniforms is actually not too bad. Honestly, I have tried different uniforms and played in different uniforms and they've been a little bit more comfortable. But then again, Nike is durable. Nike is um lightweight, so we'll see how the players react to that as well because that's a big part of, of of the game. Yeah, um just let me know what you think you what you guys think about the new Nike uniforms and um just leave some comments down below. I just want to interact with you guys and see whether you guys like them too, you guys don't like them, maybe you don't think it's going to be a good contribution. But yeah, leave some comments down below in the comment section and I'd be more than happy to interact with you guys. For the second part of the show, like I said, we're going to go ahead and get into superstitions. So, everybody knows what superstitions are. Basically, it's, you know, things like, don't open up an umbrella in a room. I don't know, I've heard that one before. Or, don't go and walk under a ladder. Black cats on Friday the 13th. Just, you know, basic ones that you usually hear like that. But as far as the game of baseball goes, as far as as far as far like any game goes really, I'm pretty sure most players have their ways of expressing themselves through these quote unquote superstitions like before the game, during the game, after the game, who knows. But I know for a fact that I have my own superstitions during game days and a big one for me is actually doing my hair the same exact way like regardless of whether I go 0 for 3 or if I go 3 for 3, if I make good defensive plays or if I don't, either way my hair is staying exactly the same. There's literally one time where I changed my hair for one game and I will remember that game for the rest of my life because it was the worst game that I have ever played. And I don't know. I think a part of me just wanted to break off from that superstition. I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's not the hair. Maybe it's just me overthinking everything. But no, like literally, once I changed my game day hair, everything changed. So then again, after that, I just went right back to what I was used to. So I really think superstitions like this really do exist. Like, not only for me, but I know a lot of my teammates have the same thing. And I know one of my teammates, like, wears a yellow ribbon all the time, or one of them will always have an extra rubber band on her left wrist. You never know. But for a lot of us, it's actually not stepping on the foul lines that, you know, the foul lines that you would step over to go onto the field into fair play. So that's a big one. Just don't step on the line. But I just wanted to name a couple players, like major, major league players, that have... These superstitions and people may have noticed them. Some of them are small, some of them are bigger, but it's just kind of cool to point out, kind of cool to talk about because we always talk about the game, the stats of the game, the analytics of the game, but subjects such as this doesn't like necessarily come up very often, so it's kind of cool to talk about at times. I noticed, and it was also pointed out one time during a game, with the Seattle Mariners that Ichiro Suzuki actually like sets up his gear in the dugout very very precisely like if anything is moved in a different direction like he will go over and fix it but it's just kind of cool to see him like organize it and tweak it just a little to the left or a little to the right um every single time so it's just that's one of them that I noticed another one is Adrian Beltre I don't even know if this is a superstition but maybe he hates it, maybe it is a superstition, I don't know, but that man, former player for the Texas Rangers, but he hates getting his head touched, like, the top of his head touched, like, no one can touch it, which is kind of, kind of funny, like, really, really funny, especially when you see it on video, but none of his players can, I mean, it's just kind of interesting, like, people have their own little things about them that they like, or they don't like, or they do, and they do, and That's just one of them. So I don't know if I would consider that a superstition, but in my eyes, I mean, it is. So (laughs) I'm going to consider that and put that one on the list as well. But another one that I want to talk about is um, I came across one from Max Scherzer. And this is kind of funny because I got this off of BleacherReport.com but that part of his superstition is actually not letting anyone else know what his superstitions are. So Max Scherzer pitcher for the Washington Nationals just won the World Series. Congratulations once again. But that's pretty funny like um I mean in a way that's pretty sly too. I mean that's a that's goat mentality right there. <laughs> not really telling anyone what his superstitions are and that's his superstition like Dang, he really had to think that one through. But anyway, last but not least, I want to talk about the main man for this whole category as to why I wanted to talk about this subject because this was actually where it started for me. So I used to watch baseball even at a young age, but my cousins are actually big Dodgers fans. So my uncle would take us to opening day all the time. And um, I got very familiar with not only the Angels being my home team, but also like commuting to Dodger Stadium, watching those games every so often. So I was very familiar with those certain teams at a very young age. And when I would go watch games, No More Garcia Parra was actually still one of the players for the Dodgers. So uh, I instantly like gravitated towards him and kind of connected with him at a young age because he was number 5, I was number 5, I was young, and he was good. And so I was like, I want to be like Nomar Garcia-Para, he's number 5, I'm number 5, let's do it. So basically, I was very observant with him, and if you guys have seen videos of Nomar, he before he steps into the plate, he fixes his batting gloves like 20 times. Um, he'll do like this little pattern where he pats his bat and just the whole approach before the at bat and before he steps into the box is just so intricate and so detailed that you just can't get it. You don't know what he's doing, but obviously, you know, because he looks like he knows what he's doing and it happens every single time. So with the times that I did watch him, whether it was at an actual game or on TV, I would literally practice that like at a young age, like in front of the TV, how I was going to put my batting gloves on just like him. And that kind of grew with me. That was kind of like my start of my little superstition, even at a young age. I mean, I was like eight in the on deck circle, like practicing before I went up to bat. And then when I would go up to bat, I would practice then. And little did I realize it stuck with me until high school until one day I decided to break that too. And then, you know, move on keep the one that I originally had. But I think that things like this are somewhat important. I mean, they mean a lot to players, and if they're not done and something changes, then that's when you know. I think it's just kind of a, a mental and comforting thing for a player to do and to know. So yeah, that was just kind of something I wanted to touch up on and talk about because it's kind of cool to think about sometimes. Other than that, I want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in again. As most of you may know, I know this is going to be a little bit off topic, but this podcast was actually made for a class that I'm taking at Chapman University, so it's one of my elective courses. I didn't really have any background on podcasts beforehand until taking this class, but I absolutely love it, and I know for a fact that I'm going to continue to share, and to talk, and to provide episodes for you guys to listen to. Uh, Crossfire will not die. Crossfire will still remain. And I'm hoping that next semester to have a little more leisure time in my schedule so that I can continue providing episodes for you guys to listen to. But, yeah, so this has probably been one of the most fun experiences for me. I've really come to enjoy, like, the whole background side of this, um, And putting my time and effort and love into these episodes. And I'm very grateful for it because it's taught me a lot. So, yeah, I'm gonna try my very hardest to go ahead and continue these episodes for as long as I can and hopefully have you guys continue listening as well. But thank you guys so much once again for always tuning in and listening and just giving your input. And literally, if you guys had a podcast, Trust me, I would listen to it too, because I'm so grateful for everyone that actually listens and takes time out of their day to listen to mine, so I would love to do that. And if you do, or if you want to start a podcast, just let me know. I'll shout you out. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, so you know what that means. We out, baby.